Hello and welcome to the Dinosaur Man podcast. Welcome back to Shocktober the 4th, did we say? Uh, wait, uh, no. no. Well, a Shocktober. A Shocktober. Yeah. The I'm return Andy... of Shocktober. <laughs> I'm Andy Hughes. I'm here with special guest Paul Hudson. Hello. And returning guest Alex Hudson. Guest. Guest. Yeah. What? Piece of shit. <laughs> I am the host. Returning host. Returning host. Not for a lack of trying. Un- unmovable you character. Try to shift me for as long as possible. Uh, hello, guys. Welcome back to Shocktober, our yearly, let's call it yearly, uh, celebration of all things horror that takes place every October. Or, to follow the branding, every Shocktober. <laughs> um, so. <coughs> Uh, this is the first of our sort of special uh, extracurricular act- episodes, I'll call them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, here's the annoying thing about this Shocktober. Yeah. There's not all that many horror films that are coming out in October because Doctor Sleep is the only big one I can think of. And I think that's coming out like the last day of yeah, October. Yeah, it's coming out on like the 30th like of October or something I think like that. we get it a week earlier than the States, and the States get it beginning of November. So it's still like, there is a there is a whole month here where we could have had so many Shocktober episodes. It's almost as if they knew that we were bringing Shocktober back and they didn't cast any um, any films to be put out in this area. Anyway, small gripe. Let's no, move such on. A shame. Hey, it is a but shame. The good thing about horror is there's so many horror films that come out throughout the year. You could just go back and watch any. Yeah, but, yeah, but why would you? I don't want to go and watch The Nun again. That no, no, you could choose year, like anything. Oh, right, like anything that isn't a horror movie. No, no, any horror movie. Like the, the thing about no, horror... no, no, you can only choose The Nun. That's the <laughs> only film you can go back and rewatch. I think uh, October is a time for watching shit, scary movies. Not for me. Hey, well, the film I watched the other day, 13 Ghosts, the remake. Great, great film. Terrible film. Mm. But good, stupid Um, fun. There's not just one ghost. There's 13 of them. Well, there's 12 technically, and then he... Spoiler alert, Tony Shalhoub's supposed to be the 13th (laughs) ghost. But he doesn't get that way. Anyway... The twist of the movie in that is just Welcome insane. to today's podcast, which of the 13 ghosts is the best ghost and why is it the jackal? Well, it's of course the jackal. Followed by um, the juggernaut. Although the jackal they described in the sort of behind the scenes monster stuff as uh, the Charlie Manson of ghosts. And in fact, it might be a line in the film, mm. the Charlie Manson of ghosts. Mm. I mean, now... Charlie Manson is probably the Charlie Manson. <laughs> but at the time, maybe the Jackal is the closest thing to it. Anyway, moving on from that, moving on from the disappointment of not being a 13 Ghost episode, maybe next week, you never know. Uh, if we're struggling for ideas. So, so 13 Ghosts is coming up, guys. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so last year we saw the release of uh, Slender Man, the movie. A film all about my body type. Uh, yeah, well, very good. Very funny. Great lies for podcasts. It's a new TED talk <laughs> yeah. by me. If they can't news. see me, they don't know I'm lying. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> there is a there is a trend in horror at the moment of taking internet memes that have not been relevant for five years or more, mm-hmm. and then making them relevant again. Well, debatable. Making them a film that yeah. doesn't make any money. But yeah. making them a film um, long after their sell-by date. Did Slenderman do well? Ooh, no, no, no. Oh, no. no. I mean, a lot of that might have been to do with the actual real-life attack that happened due to Slenderman. Yeah. So what I thought was to sort of deviate away from real-life tragedies, mm-hmm. why don't we choose memes that aren't scary uh, and try and make them horror movies? So I've tasked each of us with coming up with a concept or an idea based on an internet meme that can be made into a horror movie. And I believe you both have them. Well, yeah. I have something. All right. You have something. Andy, you I definitely have, some. have something. You said you had set pieces already. I, well, that's what we were coming... Yeah. I thought we were hey. going to party. Uh, no, I, I like the preparedness yeah. of you, but um, you're showing me up right now because I've basically got a concept and a funny dog. Well, <laughs> luckily, this is going to be like the Goldilocks of ideas then because between the three uh-huh. of us, one of them will be just right. Yeah, one of them will be... And it sounds like it's yeah. going to be Andy's by the fact <laughs> Not that, necessarily. Yeah. Uh, also, how weird that... Uh, one of the bears had their porridge cold. <laughs> <laughs> it 
Like, <laughs> yeah, but one of them was like, have it scorching, just like, yes, blister my mouth, please. Yeah, but that that is more understandable than... I think that's... No, more, because... Because it I, might I, just no, have I been, know, like, left on the stove too long. And I know then people just who have cold porridge, right? Uh-huh. I know somebody who has cold porridge with water. Yeah. Right. That's I'm part just, of his I'm changing my horror film idea to be about that. Because <laughs> that is scary. It's part of his workout regime. And he, when he wants to just do Hans Christian Andersen stories <laughs> about cold porridge. Well, he once wrote me like a, um, a diet plan. Yeah. I stuck, and he to said, I stuck to it for like a week. And he said, but uh, the, cold porridge. The first thing every morning was um, cold porridge with water. And if you've ever had um, porridge with water, it is horrid. Yeah, like that's genuinely really, That is porridge. one of the only ways I have porridge. What, with water? No. It's you do disc- milk. Well, yeah, of course. Mm, because no. porridge is meant to be with milk. I do it with water. And that's because you're you're a madman. I'm not a madman. You are. You are. You like call me something far, much right? worse than a madman. Then I saw it in your eyes. You were so close to saying <laughs> something really awful. Like an anime, my flame just appeared. A little cross in the corner of my head. So, with that in mind, um, obviously we'll put a pin in the cold porridge thing. That's something to pick up on the news and reviews this week. Um, <laughs> But let's talk about internet memes. So, internet memes famously have very short lifespans. Yeah, they are big for maybe five months, six months, and they usually feature on a like a list of here are the top ten memes of yeah. the year, and then the next year another top ten. Comes maybe along. appear on an Ellen show. Yeah, yeah, sure. So let's let's all see what memes we have chosen and see just how irrelevant they are right now, because actually I found out in the course of my research for my one that my meme has actually come back around this year. I, I, right, so I was looking into a couple of memes yesterday, because mm. obviously mm. when you told me this is what we are going to do, I was like, okay, I'll try and find out a few. And there's a couple that like, disappeared, and there's one that was like, in 2010. Mm. Have you seen the guy, and he's holding his hand up, and there's a butterfly, and he's like, is this, is yes. this a pigeon? Yeah, um, and, it, and then it's yes. And yes, and it's always something that is not what it is. And basically, it comes from like an anime in 2010 or 2011, where apparently he's like an android who's kind of learning to be human mm, sure. and he goes out and he thinks this butterfly is a pigeon he's like oh is this a is this a pigeon but it's obviously a butterfly mm-hmm. and that's obviously then mm-hmm. taken on life and people have changed it that now I saw that for the first time this year right um, and I saw loads of them and apparently it just came back around yeah. so, so it happens a lot well I had to I felt like uh, for this one as someone who is is, is not of a, what is it Gen Z what's the current ones Gen Z maybe yeah whatever anyway I, I, I had to outsource and I had to I had to inquire with an avid redditor <laughs> about what what uh, Andy he asked you then. Yeah, yeah. what big internet memes there are at the moment and the uh, the maybe response some of was the choice memes. <laughs> yeah, and the re- they were sounding more like an old man. Li- Excuse me, child. I always think of you as what my is a little memory? brother, but at the moment well, I think of you as my great grandfather. Well, <laughs> disappointingly, I had to the person with a frequent redditor, uh, avid redditor. What is av- uh, what is a meme? <laughs> meme. Okay, so and, tell and, me about the uh, and, hot uh, fresh mem. Yeah, so that so uh, their response was, oh, I don't go on that side of Reddit. And what's that? Hang on, that's the good side of Reddit, isn't it? The other side of Reddit. I thought it was the only market. I thought it was the only side of Reddit. The only thing I'm subscribed to is dank memes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so you had no luck with your avid redditor, so you had to find out for yourself. So I have, I have. You went into that side of Reddit. You put on your hiking boots. Uh, actually, I went full hazmat suit. I didn't want to get contaminated. You know, there's a lot of talk at the moment with Joker coming out about incels on the internet. Mate, I bathe in want... memes. I'm, I'm literally just washing them over me. Yeah. Just like you're wearing a suit made out of. Uh... <laughs> you know, it's my meme tie. I, I don't know memes enough to say what your suit was made out of. Um, overly attached girlfriend tie. Okay, yeah, yes. Oh, sh- I do know you that, that one. one yeah. So anyway, did you, did you want to go through? Like, I think we'll, we'll we'll list the memes that we're making into our horror movies. Did you want to do that, or did you want to do that within the story? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So let's. I think mine works yours. better as as a pitch. I know what yours yeah. is. I know what mine is. Yeah. I don't know what yours is, Andy. You haven't told me. I, I don't mean, know what either of yours yeah. are. So. Um, <laughs> what yours is? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, right. So who wants to start? Go on then. All right, I'll Paul, get it you've out. Got of a concept. Come on. Okay, so this is pitch meeting number one. You are in the studios of Warner Brothers. <laughs> You're pitching to a couple of executives, me and Andy, and you are a. Young... Where's, where's my coffee? Get me my cocaine. Mm-hmm. It's just getting into the. You are. <laughs> you are a young aspiring filmmaker 
writer director you have you've just come off a indie mm. success yeah. and you're pitching to us okay. for a 10 million dollar budget is that enough <laughs> 10 million would be absolutely perfect this is this I need is 4 million and an animal i mean to be honest this is <laughs> this pitch is for bloomhouse yeah. this okay, is yeah. All right. it is for Fine. bloomhouse mm-hmm. we're at universal instead you're jason bloomhouse Bloom. here we yeah. are i'm yeah. jason bloom you are um, um, give me my cocaine all right <laughs> All right, you can be uh, Jordan Peele from <coughs> Monkey Paw. How about that? All right, let's go. So, right, you know every good film starts out with a young couple in love. Every good film. Every I've good never horror seen a film, bad film that start out that way. Especially horror films, you know. It's uh-huh. always, you know, because tragedy strikes at the heart of a good, soulful Sort of a young, hot couple? Yeah. This is not that story. Oh, so I'm not liking this. We start. <laughs> we start with. We start with a young woman, mm-hmm. or as as yet unnamed. She's just going about her day to day life. Yeah, going around the supermarket, etc. First sort of ten minutes will be you know a bit of an intro into just the mundane life that is most people's, mm. and suddenly we start to get hint of John Carpenter score in there you know some proper <laughs> some synth-y proper synthy when you said John Carpenter I thought John Carter and I was like is that a known score yeah. John Carter of Mars the best score of all time John Carpenter yes I get it that yeah, the, very like, synth heavy yeah. very 19 sort yeah. of 70s you know, 80s bit, vibe maybe a bit of under the skin sort of okay. sounds as well you yeah know? um as this woman starts to notice someone in the in the background of almost everywhere, mm. just she just looks over and she just sees a man looking at her, and his girlfriend is looking directly at him in disgust because it is the distracted boyfriend meme. <laughs> so wherever she goes, so hang on, let, let, let me get this straight. So this woman that we're yeah. following, yeah, she is being followed. Oh. By, by this couple yeah. who are always doing the same <laughs> yeah. faces. So, interesting. The idea of distracted. Mm. One now, distracted and one disgusted. If you need a one-line pitch, then it's it follows but with two followers because okay. what we've got is we've got the woman being followed by the distracted boyfriend. Uh-huh. But then the distracted boyfriend is of course getting stalked by his his loving girlfriend. Oh, okay. She's trying to save that relationship. Right. By any means necessary. Okay. Whether Ooh. that's taking out the competition or not. Oh. I like it. I oh, like it. Like a love triangle. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. So, okay. As this as this journey unfolds, mm-hmm. uh, we find that you know the the the, the, the distracted boyfriend does have good intentions with with his this new lady. You know he 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 thinks she's pretty and she, he wants to take her out for a nice with the one he's distracted by. Yeah, yeah, he wants to take her out for a nice bowl of porridge and cold water. Okay, oh, you know, he's the worst guy. <laughs> um, but of course she doesn't know that. Yeah. You know we li- we're living in two thousand and nineteen. Things are awful. Yeah, things are terrible at the moment. Mm. You know so. What would you do if you're walking home late at night and then suddenly you turn around? And there's just a uh, just a man looking at it at you like uh. like you're a, just some piece of meat, like you're some fine. Go away, please. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Leave me alone. Walk past me. Okay. Um. I mean, I would be scared. Yeah. Right. And right. I'm a coward. Yeah. Famously. <laughs> And I actually crave attention as well, <laughs> but I'd still be scared. Yeah. Well, this is it. It would be a very, very scary time for anyone involved. Okay. Um, but then, mm. as the film develops, we start to f- we start to get a bit of a change in terms of the the power dynamic mm-hmm. because it goes away from being about the boyfriend stalking the woman, and it goes more into the girlfriend stalking the boyfriend. Right. Uh. Because she is there. She she's had enough of this shit. She's walking around in public with this person, mm. and she's just looking, and you know, he, she's just walking around looking at fruit or whatever at the farmer's market, and then suddenly looks around, and there, there's a boyfriend just staring at this, this, <laughs> this, I don't know, like Samara Weaving type. Yeah. Okay. Um, Scream Queen. I like yeah. it. Bring her in. <laughs> now, I mean, obviously, uh, well, it's Bloomhouse, so we've got to get some, some, uh, oh, who's a staple of low budget horror? 
Uh, um, I don't know. I, I think I think Lakeith Stanfield is the distracted boyfriend. Okay. I think that. Yeah. I mean, just because we like Lakeith Stan. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And he's he's okay. He's got the uh, he's got the range to to do the change okay. as well. He's available for yeah. two million. Fantastic. There is there is. Uh, <laughs> That's two million if you're ten. Yeah. However. Okay. You know that Samara weaving's into this for the for the passion project. Oh, okay. She's doing it for free. <laughs> she's okay. doing it. Well, she's doing it for be- oh, minimum she, wage. Okay. Literally. So she's eight, like, minimum wage. Like right, okay. eight pound fifty an hour, sort of thing. I think maybe pension contributions might be slightly well. more than that. But right. Okay. <laughs> Um, yep. You know, she, she, this is because this is this is her time to shine. This is really where she starts to okay. Because very little dialogue. It's a lot of a lot of physical acting. Of course, this this is going to be it. Follows in tone. You know, it's definitely got to go with that understated stuff. So, are they supernatural? Or are they real well, people? Hey, is that for the audience to decide? Mm. Oh, maybe. How does he always know where she is? How does how's he always there with her? How does he not have a job to go to? Yeah. <laughs> It's how, the old friends question. How I never is, see them working, but they afford massive apartments. How is he not strained his neck from constantly looking, turning around mm. and looking? Maybe over he has got RSI. Maybe yeah. that's the problem. Maybe his neck's stuck like that. Oh maybe my that's, god! Maybe that's maybe the his horror. neck is stuck like that. <laughs> we all remember how scary the bent neck lady from Haunting of Hill House was. Oh my! This Christ. is the bent neck boyfriend. Mm. Wow. Um, okay. There's a lot of ways that we can go with it. Now, this is where I need the the, the Jason Bloom type. Okay. Because yeah. I need, you know, I've got the the raw concept, but mm. I need him to come in and fire it up with with you know that classic. Okay. Low budge, budget so, filmmaking. Here's where I see where we can take this. Lakeith Stanfield, the boyfriend. Samara yeah. Weaving is the is, distractee. Yes. The distractor's boy. The distractee's boyfriend. <laughs> I'm thinking Jessica Roth from uh, Happy Death Day to You and Happy mm-hmm. Death Day. Yeah. Another Blumhouse staple. Fantastic. Bring her into the fold. She, she'd love it. Yeah. She'd do it okay, for yeah. minimum wage as yeah. well. I think mm. we have a scene where we are... Maybe she's at a social event, a party. She's yeah. not expecting, hey, you can only get in there with an invite. Why are they there? Why? Yeah. And why? Why? Why are they? Still... They don't know the groom. Yeah, and it's a plus, right. it's, it's a black black tie event. Black and they're, tie event, and they're there in the same clothes as in the meme. You know, ah. the, the, the play the plaid shirt. And no one, no one no bats an eye. No one sees that. As no one bats an eye. Almost like she's the crazy. Yeah, one. exactly. Right, mm. and you have that go to whatever. Then I thought of an ending. Oh, oh okay. okay. This, I, I want to hear the ending. Yeah, we'll ending just do a line of cocaine so... first. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So you have the film start with um, her and maybe turn off an alarm clock or something yeah. like that. So like easily, at the start of Happy Death Day. So it's easily yeah. noticeable. Like yeah. you go, okay, that's a motif for that time. Yeah. She wakes up every day. Mm. At the end, you have that same alarm clock go off mm. and then a hand goes down, but it's Lakeith Stanfield's hand and it turns off his alarm clock. He goes out with his girlfriend, turns around, but every time he turns around, he sees this girl seem to be following him, always in the way. And he's like, hold on, can you see her? And nobody ever notices her because he's having the same situation but with her. Sequel, sequel, Boom. sequel. Then we boom. follow it from his yeah. perspective next time. Exactly. Boom. Bring back the same yeah. cast, Happy Death Day to You style. Maybe it's got to be the same fucking I think it's, film there's again. got to be some kind of cathartic conclusion here. Mm. Um, or a bleak ending where we realise that he's the insane one. Maybe. And now, she doesn't exist. Maybe the reason... And the girlfriend... She's always disgusted in him because, because he's losing his mind. Because he's seeing this person that nobody yeah, else yes, can see. Yeah. Yes, a thousand pounds your way now. Shut up and take my money. A thousand pounds? We are going to have to really scale my back. money for my cocaine. <laughs> I'm loving this. Okay, I'm <laughs> green like <laughs> that movie. Right, I'm happy, to, I'm happy to do, crap. Do, 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 do yeah. it's blow mouths. <laughs> Uh, I am. Ca- I am um, definitely yeah. green. I'm happy that to crowdsource these ideas as well. This is fantastic. This is how. This right. is how great horror is made. It's this not. Is, this is how it's I get not by. Room. It's not by one creative having a distinct vision of what they want. No, it should be nothing, three nothing, weird yeah. ideas coming together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, and a lot of cocaine. Your idea, greenlit. Fantastic. Who's next? I'll go next. Why not? Okay, guys, we open. Sorry, I've got to get him from producer. Yeah, yeah. I think now. I think you're now Jason Bloom. Oh, okay. Yes. Either that or Jason Bloom's had Hello. an idea for a horror film. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you've, you've come in yeah. to pitch your idea of Jason's got... Hey, shut I, up. I love Listen it. Listen to my idea. <laughs> it's Bloom time. <laughs> <laughs> 
this season, I'm in blue. <laughs> he just puts on his Nirvana CD. <coughs> great. A great joke. Thank you. Thank you. I, the thing is, you always know your jokes are best. When no goes, one laughs. Great, great joke. I was swallowing water at the time, so... Uh, uh, I, I will apologise for my throat at this point because it sounds like shit. Um, right, so here's my idea. We open in a laboratory. Mm. Mm. Always sort of, we evoke themes of reanimator. It feels very grungy. It feels very love. I'm already getting massive Resident mm. Evil franchise vibes from this Oh, idea. let's steer well clear of that shit. <laughs> I know that's your guilty pleasure, but fuck, <laughs> fuck me if I'm not going for that angle here. <coughs> we have a sort of middle-aged scientist man. Let's say a Bradley Whitford type. Okay. Um, we like Bradley Whitford. He's in The Father from Get Out. Oh, okay. Blumhouse. Yes, I see. Welcome to yeah. the family, you know. Um, so, we have Bradley Whitford. He's experimenting. He's got a serum. And he's got a, you know, one of those hats that's got electrodes on it. <laughs> yeah, like in maybe like Flubber. <laughs> exactly. Um, but the hat isn't strapped to him. Mm-hmm. It's strapped to little dog. <laughs> little dog. And he injects the dog with this green liquid, right? Yeah. And this green liquid doesn't seem to do anything right now. And he electrifies the dog. Horrible, but okay. hey, it's it's a it's a it's a brave start to your oh oh we're gonna upset some people. This is gonna be a controversial movie because what happens next is he gets annoyed because the dog doesn't do anything. The dog just sort of sits there looking at him like this. Okay, you can't um, see it on the podcast. So like a blank sort of kind of yeah. solemn face. But then, oh, is that just your face? Is your face just the solemn he goes, of the dogs? I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a sad solemnness there's, there's to a, me. There's a Venn diagram where you and that yeah. dog meet. I am basically a dog. <laughs> um, so he gets annoyed. Nothing's happening. So he goes to bed. The, the laboratory's a home laboratory, obviously. Everyone's of course, well, it's in his space. Well, of course, hey, hey, when you're when you're an insane scientist, you can't afford you know a separate laboratory to your house. Yeah, the the bed's in the corner of the room. One rent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, why pay one for your business, one for your residential? He's avoiding business rates. Yeah, we exactly. Get it. He's charging it a five percent back. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm still stuck in work mode. Anyway, so. I think that you and Paul are going to create a movie with like that about horror, tax. The horror of tax. Um, so <laughs> that movie has already been made. So he goes to sleep, and nothing's happened. And he 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 sleeps very badly. He starts having nightmares about the fact that all of these rent uh, rent collection notices are piling up, and he's going to be kicked out of the apartment. <laughs> and then he feels something in the corner of the room move. That's right. He feels it. <laughs> Feels it's a very bones. small room. <laughs> and he sort of opens one eye. The dog's no longer on the slab where it was sleeping. Where is it? The helmet is there. <laughs> the green juice is still there. But the dog isn't. He looks around the room frantically. He can't see anything. Then, a movement to his left. What's that? <laughs> Nothing. He rolls back over in bed. Face to face with his dog. That's right. It's Doge. Or Dog, if you will. So the dog is holding a knife. Just between its paws. Before we move on, do you want to explain what Doge is to people? Or do you want to do it at the end? I'll explain at the okay. end. Uh, uh, I'll explain now. Google D-O-G-E meme. Not the leader of the Venetian royal family. Anyway, I'll explain properly at the end. Holding a knife between his paws. Yeah. Looking directly into his eyes. He's startled by this. He's back in his bed. He's sitting (laughs) bolts upright going, whoa, what's going on here? Has a dog got the knife in his hands? The dog speaks. This is what he's been trying to get it to do. Except it's gone wrong. He wanted it to speak full sentences yeah perfect english it can only speak in two words at a time <laughs> broken english <laughs> such knife much blood stabs him in the throat 
Doge has gone <coughs> crazy. Doge repeatedly stabs Bratley Whitford in the throat. Such knife, much blood. Keeps on repeating that. Such uh, such knife, much blood. And then at the end, pulls the knife out. Just says, wow. (laughs) Cut to the next day. Um, Owen Wilson voicing. Yes. Mm, The problem is... Or does that detract from the sinisterness of the wow? We need someone who can do sort of broken English pretty well. Diego Luna. Voices Doge. <laughs> I think Paul Dano. Bring up the Paul stuff. Dano. Yeah, bring up the bring up the Rotten Tomatoes rating on this. I mean, he would never be in this fucking film. <laughs> he was in Swiss Army Man. Yeah, but Swiss Army Man was a much better film than the one I've got in mind here. Um, okay, so Diego Luna. No, you know is, what? Is going wow. You know what? Owen Wilson just for the yeah. wow. Okay. <laughs> It's Diego Luna all the time. Exactly. Okay, so we cut to the next day. Doge is on the loose. He's dropped the knife. He's got rid of the murder weapon. He's not an idiot. You see the police at Bradley Whitford's house. Just like, how did this guy have a lab in here? Yeah, yeah. They're more concerned about the fact that he's cooking up meth or something. They've got the knife. They're dusting for fingerprints. There's no fingerprints. No fingerprints. That's the beauty of Doge. He has paws. No fingerprints. No, yeah. Oh, you think, oh, stabbing someone with an ice pick and then it melting. That's the perfect murder. Perfect murder, be a dog. (laughs) (laughs) Think about it. So we cut to Doge then committing (coughs) violent acts of murder across the city. No one, but no one suspects it because it always happens in the dead of night where the Doge sneaks in. Oh, what a lovely, beautiful dog I've got that's just come into my room. (laughs) Oh, it must be a present from my mum and dad. How nice. Oh, yeah, there's a child that dies in this film. Sorry, sorry, modern world. I don't play by your rules. I'm going to include things you didn't want Kids me to Kids can include. die too. Hey, but the doge, will he survive? That's the real question, because as soon as you see a dog in a movie, you're thinking one thing. Does the dog die? Yeah. Well, this one, <laughs> the ending, he's in a shootout with the cops. <laughs> That's expensive, Jason Blue. <laughs> Much guns, such mayhem. <laughs> wow. Shooting cops left and right. I don't know how he manages it, but his fucking paws turn into hands. <laughs> he gets shot down. Yeah. By the police. Oh, no. The next day, the papers run with the story. Doge Killer. I don't know why they know his name is Doge, but they do. <laughs> it's on his, oh, oh, it's on his it's name on his, tag. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. sure, yeah. Doge Killer uh, finally apprehended. They think he's dead. There's an outpouring of grief because how could the cops kill a dog and pretend <laughs> that the murders that have been going on in the city have been committed by a humble, innocent, perfect, cute, blonde dog? Yeah. So what do they do? They start a memoriam to him. With Dogecoin, the cryptocurrency that actually happened in 2013. (laughs) So there is a small fan base of Doge fans. We'll call them Doge heads, if you will. Or Dirty Dogers. (laughs) (laughs) Which then means that they go out and buy the very same breed of dog that Doge was, whatever that is. And they then try and do the same thing to their doges to inspire a new generation of doge killers. Because they think the police are in the wrong here by shooting this beautiful doge. It's like the end of Chucky. Yes, yes, exactly like the end of Chucky. So you take Chucky, Cujo, Mm -hmm. and... Uh, But Cujo never used knives and never spoke. It's sort of well, like, and I was also going to add like uh, free fire in there for the end for the by the sound of it the final. So the, the kind of the thing that inspired me most uh, was the Tim Allen movie The Shaggy Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I kind of wanted to be a talking dog movie, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like a good one. But also the dog can't properly talk. So you know how there was um, show dogs last year. Yeah. The yeah. Will Arnett and a ludicrous film. Well, this is that, but what if that dog had a knife? 
Like, this I is only question, said two words this at is a time. question that nobody's asking. What if the dog had a knife? What if the dog had a knife? What if the dog wanted to murder everything? What if the dog was driven mad by its owner, Bradley Whitford, and then stabbed him in the throat? What happens? <laughs> all I'm saying is, all I need is a doge, <coughs> a knife, a laboratory, and, Owen Wilson. and, and hey, a few police cars. We know how well Pet Cemetery did. Exactly. Pet Cemetery did... Uh, <laughs> The problem was the cat didn't talk. Yeah. If you add talking to the equation and knives, well, also, and this pe- isn't about famous like from the dead. People famously dislike cats, whereas people mm-hmm. famously Look, like dogs. dogs. Oh yeah, dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say Moulin Rouge? No, I, I said like Doge. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. And I was like, that has nothing to do with it. So that's my concept. That's my pitch. Yeah. Uh, to explain what Doge is as a meme. It is a picture of a dog that has multicolored words yeah. emblazoned on the picture, yeah. exclaiming yeah. things like okay. "much wow," "such tension," all could be on the posters. Yes, wow. So the poster the is a lines. Doge meme, yeah, and it just has his face, and then it's just like, "This is going to be a much film good." With seven different taglines. Much good. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> But Such it, tension. They're all him. Like it says, like it says five stars, and underneath it says the film paper. It just says Doge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so he can give his own reviews. That's perfect. How uh, so much that is my, do you want? I think that, hey, if you can provide the Doge, I can probably get you the rest. For free. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon five million for that movie. I think the shoot that's where your money's. Yeah, money. it's only like four cops. Oh, that's oh, okay. So okay. Smaller but he's shooting everywhere. Yeah, he hits passersby. <laughs> <laughs> he's a monster and needs to be stopped. <laughs> really, like, we're looking at like a purge budget here. And right? the thing like, is, like a purge yeah. election year or something. Like and that. the thing is, if we put the proceeds that we make from it into Dogecoin, we can drive the value of that up, so it can finally rival Bitcoin so, and Chode Quest. The, the question is. Who do you follow throughout the film? Do you oh, follow Doge. Doge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a sympathetic Because <laughs> at, at first I wondered whether it could have been like a bit like Seven and... Oh, okay, and, the police Doge tracking. Is, Doge is like the serial killer. No, but the thing is, because he's a dog, yeah. sorry, a Doge, yeah. uh, what he can do is he can sort of be in the police station, they won't even know. Yeah, so he's, he's just listening to them talking <laughs> yeah. about the murders. He, he, just, he just puts like, on a... He keeps doing this weird, like, Muttley-style like laugh from uh, Dick Dastardly. He you just know, puts that. on, like, a bulletproof vest so people think he's a police dog. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. He sort of, or he rolls yeah. around in some dirt, so he looks like a sort of yeah. uh, German shepherd. So yeah. they think he's a sniffer dog, and then yeah. he's like, "Oh yeah, oh, you really stopped the dog." Oh, he obviously doesn't say anything because he fucking give yeah. the game away. Yeah. Dogs aren't supposed to talk. He's like, "Much drugs, such wow." Yes, <laughs> much drugs, such sniff. <laughs> um, so he he can be in there. So that is how we find out that the police are no closer to catching yeah. him at certain points because. We literally can go anywhere because we are Doge, and yeah. Doge is loved by all until the final scene where the police catch him in the act, <laughs> stabbing a knife into a banker, take him, take him back the money for the people. Well, for the Doge, and, and that's why everyone loves him. Exactly. Sort of. I think I've been heavily influenced by Joker last night <laughs> because I just think maybe. So that is my pitch. Uh, that is my poster idea. Yeah. That is my license to print money. Well, print Doge. I'm going to be honest, Jason Blue, you own the company, so yeah. I think this one gets through anyway. Uh, Thank you. The thing from from my point of view is you could have literally just pitched the poster and I would have said yes to the budget. Yeah, that's so, such so, knife, such so, blood. Uh, I feel, uh, in fact, I'll double the budget because double you, gave, it. you gave us the rest of the plot as well. All right, I'll take 10 million. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you could do 10 million. Yeah. Now, Andy, uh, that only leaves you as the person in this roundtable meeting of ideas who has yet to pitch and. Uh, Bring in the cocaine! <laughs> I'm hoping that's one of the set pieces. It's, it's, it's the pitch. Come on, guys. Okay. <laughs> Let's have fun. The pitch is a pound of cocaine. <laughs> that is, it is a terrifying thing. Mm. I had an original, and less than $10 million. I had an original idea, Hopefully. but then I realised that I think it's already an episode of Black Mirror, so I can't do it. So my original idea was the... A um, man is forced to fuck a pig on television. <laughs> no, it's the Rick Astley. Like, using Rick Astley, never going to give you up, Rick okay. Rollin. But literally just a guy who can only ever hear that song. And when he tries to ignore it, like uh-huh. it just keeps coming back. In the end, mm. he deafens himself. But when he deafens himself then he can't hear any other sound. He can only hear Never Gonna Give You Up. Mm. But I think the Christmas episode of Black Mirror is something very similar. Like the one with John Hamm or something like that. Or there's, there's something in there, like it's the, um, it's the White Christmas one where basically he keeps hearing White Christmas and keeps getting louder. I think that's an episode. 
it may um, have been one of the smaller stories with yeah, it, because yeah. that, that episode is like four, four or five yeah, I think stories. Yeah, it's Rafe Spall, maybe. Yeah, it's, right. well, it's, yeah, it's Rafe Spall. Well, and, I like anyway. the story. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was going to be my original idea. I'd have given you my money. But mm. I think it's been done, so okay. I went back to the drawing. Okay, okay. Um, so The dozing board, if you will. This, <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> this is an idea that's fairly derivative of maybe even other Bloomhouse projects, but it's fine. Hey, that's never stopped them before. <laughs> So we're basing it in the UK because there's not enough UK horror films, I feel. Absolutely yeah. true. Um, hey, Doge, Doge mm-hmm. set in Bradford. Mm. Where are you getting the guns from? I don't know, Bradford. <laughs> uh, honestly, I can't set mine in the UK because I'm not sure that Lakeith Stanfield can do a British accent. Not- Does he have to? Pip, pip, tally-o! Also, every, every actor in yours is American. <laughs> well, tomorrow Even's Australian. Oh yeah, but- she can... So I have faith that she could probably pull off the accent. But pip, pip, tally-ho! They all do the same voice. But anyway, yeah. Okay, so this is UK-based. Where, so, where in the UK? Or is that I know, London, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but it's at university. Oh. Okay, so we have a group Teenage of... Teenage horror movie. We have a group of six friends. Blumhouse is liking this. Six friends, and it's the last week of university, first okay. year. They've managed to get through that that year of university where it doesn't really yeah. matter. Is um, it after exams, but before yeah, the after, end of uni? Exactly. Yeah. So it's, yeah. you know, it's the end of end mm, of year parties. That's yeah. beautiful sort of mm. post-excitement. Post just let's phase. get drunk sort yeah. of thing. It's just yeah. like, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking... And we've wasted. got we've got like a mix of people, so we've got like um, Lottie, who's like a book smart. You've given them names. I gave one or, one or two of them names. Okay, fine. Um, so she's like this book smart kind of girl who you know is quite reserved, but also was it in this group of friends? Um, there's Peyton, who's a dickhead. Peyton. Peyton. Of course, he's a dickhead. Trying to think of a dickhead name. Yeah. Peyton okay. is the one. He's yeah. a bit. He's one of those people. You're like, oh, why do we hang around with him? Okay. But we carry on doing mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, like he's got, the one that comes out with racist things on a night out, and yeah. then you're like. You can't say that, but then you still meet up with them exactly. two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, there's also like, but they've all got different personalities. Like, you know, one of them's a rich kid. One of them's, you know, comes from nothing. One, you know. So more importantly than all having different personalities, they all have the teen horror stereotype exactly. personalities. Mm-hmm. Yes, I like this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's the end of the year, yeah. and they all go, "Oh, we're gonna have one big blowout before we mm. before we all go off." You know, you know, we've got like a week left, but let's go. Let's use this week to party. Party like we never partied before. Um, and they're out drinking and then one night like, all the bars start closing and Peyton's like yo yo guys I got a crazy idea like let's go to the 24 hour garage yes and then let's go to the haunted house that's down the road like let's go there like it's been closed it's all walled off nobody's allowed in there I love the famous haunted house they say they say you know yeah. if you could spend the night there then you the you famous haunted cool house in, in central <laughs> London exactly yeah. like you know it's, it's just like a, it's like you've got like white fire streets in the middle <laughs> Just in the shack, yeah. But it's not. It's not an actual house. It's 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 an old hospital. Oh <coughs> yes, of course um, it is. Why wouldn't it be? So you know they're like, oh, it's like an asylum or whatever. Like, yeah, it's like in, old psychiatric hospital, definitely. Like, you yeah. go in there, and, like, mm. and if you could spend like a couple of hours in there, and they're like, oh, I don't think I want to. Like Lottie's there, like, no, no, I don't want mm. to. Like, don't be such a wuss, Lottie. Yeah. Um, and they Peer all pressure, they were, like, yeah. and all drunk, and they're like, fine, let's go in there. So, you, you know, they go in there, they carry out, one of them's got like a Bluetooth speaker that they're playing their yeah. tunes on, oh. um, and it's got an echoey place, and they're going Very through, cool. and they go into one of the rooms, and like, everything's a bit weird, like it's all kind of cages and all sorts mm. in there, and they're like, okay, this is weird, but then there's like this weird shrine in the corner, mm-hmm. and you know, they're all, mm. they're all playing like drinking and stuff, and then Peyton's like, oh, what is this fucking, like some dick has put a shrine up, and starts kicking it down, he's like, ah, 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 and like, there's like a weird collar in there as well, and it's like, oh, this is, this is strange, like... Why? Who's this? who's who's put this in the, in here? And they're like, okay, like then they hear like loud noises and stuff. So I come from the asylum. They're like, oh shit, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. So they run off, and that's kind of your setup. Okay. okay. Um, th- what happens then is the next time we see them, they're all they're like, oh, last night was weird. Let's never go back to that asylum again. Yeah, too um, right. Um, and like, oh, we're going out tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the next scene we get is. The first set piece I've got is so Brad is just um, one of those annoying uni students who mm. steals everyone else's food. <laughs> like we've all mm. got them, um, and what we see is we see him go into the kitchen. He's looking around for his other, for his other mates. No one's there, so he's like, "Let's see what's in the cupboard." He finds somebody's got some popcorn. Mm. He's like, "Fine, I'll steal this popcorn." Goes down to his room and he goes to his microwave. He's not allowed to have in his room because if if anyone went to halls at uni, you weren't allowed microwaves in there. 
Because you won't imagine your own stuff. Is this what the horror, where the horror comes from? <laughs> yeah, it's just, rules. just disregard it. Regulation. <laughs> rules. So he's there and he's like, he goes to his room like, because when I was at uni, like, did you have this in your halls? Like, you weren't allowed toasters in your room, you weren't allowed all sorts of stuff. Like, I don't like, think it was ever made explicit. They were like, you weren't allowed electronics in your room, but let's be honest, that's not what the point is. I the point is, but I want... In my room, that's an electronic, right? <laughs> the point is I want him to steal food. Okay. And go to his room. He just pulls like a blanket back right. and he's like, my secret microwave. Exactly. <laughs> um, and he's there and he starts um, yeah. starts microwaving something. Of course he does. Um, and he's going... Mm-hmm. And he's there and he's talking to his mates on the phone just like, mm-hmm. oh, you know... Um, just oh, yeah, throw some de- popcorn, mate. We're, de- we're, definitely, we're definitely going out. And then all of a sudden he starts hearing this. <laughs> Okay, so it's keyboard cat. It's keyboard cat. <laughs> and he starts hearing it coming from the direction of his microwave. He just hears that do 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 do, and he's like, "Yeah, what is that?" And he walks towards the microwave, and inside he sees that little cat. Now, if you don't know keyboard cat, inside the microwave, inside the microwave oh is God. is little keyboard cat, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has a little cat, and he's like, "Is that a cat in my microwave?" <laughs> and he's like, like. And if you've never seen Keyboard Cat, Keyboard Cat is, he's a little ginger <coughs> ginger cat, yeah? Yeah. Um, wearing, a blue, wearing a blue shirt <laughs> that plays the keyboard, <laughs> right? So he sees this little cat in a blue shirt inside his microwave and he's like, yeah. what on earth is that? Uh-huh. And he leans close and all of a sudden as he gets close to the microwave, it just goes beep, beep, beep and explodes in his face. Oh, shattering like, into his eyes. And he, he, pass, he dies oh. straight there. Like the glass shatters through his eyes, pierces his brain, dead. Mm. First... One. First on. kill. Okay. Um, so and then you hear the dun 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 dun. End of the keyboard cat thing. Um, is that how it closes off and each, then, each kill? Scene? Well, what you hear is you hear a whisper go. Play him off keyboard cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a disembodied voice, yeah. and like, <laughs> so he's dead. And the police go and they kind of investigate and they're like, okay, um, well, he had obviously dangers are microwave in his room, like, uh, but they explode and this is why we say don't have these in your room. Mm. Please listen to the rules, kids. Like, there's re- it would overload the system. Like, it's mm. a, a shame. And everyone's like, all his friends are like, no. And they're like, oh, you're his friends. He's like, yeah. And they go, did he have a cat? Like, we found a little cat hair in the room. Like, mm. I don't know if he had one, but like, no, we can't find it. Halls either. We can't find the cat. And everyone's like, no, I've never seen a cat. And he's like, okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> so first, I think it will be fine. First death done. Okay, right. Second, second. I like how you're describing deaths in detail. I got like three of them. That's it. <laughs> second death is um. So the, I said there's a posh student. Yeah. Yes. Um. She's she goes out to the fields like just outside of London. Um. And she's riding on a horse because a family of horses. She she doesn't live in halls. No. Um. And obviously they're all upset about whoever it was, Mike or whoever died. Chef? Yeah. Brad. Brad, Brad. That, sounds, that sounds right. It was. <laughs> I don't remember character names. I just remember <laughs> I, I made up two. Um, and he's, she's riding a horse. Mm. Um, and all of a sudden she starts hearing... <laughs> and in the distance, just behind the fence, she sees a little, little cat in a blue shirt. <laughs> and she's confused. She's like... What is this? And all of a sudden, the horse kind of books and throws her off. Uh-huh. And she says, she's seen this cat, mm-hmm. but she's literally like right behind the horse that mm-hmm. kicks her in the head. <laughs> Dead. So she's killed by the horse. She's killed by the horse. But the horse is startled by a keyboard, keyboard cat, cat playing a keyboard. Exactly. Okay. And it's then that people start realising uh, that, hold on, something's, something's not yes. right here. Yes. Okay. Uh, but, you know, there are people who went and they went and they desecrated whatever that shrine was. Yes. They they are slowly dying. Oh, okay, so this was the shrine to keyboard cat. Exactly, <laughs> and the shrine was the it had like a little cross in here and a little collar, and it was for keyboard cat, who did die recently. Yes, so, he did. Yeah. Um. So then, like, oh god, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. And like, one of them. So the first set piece I have is they're yeah. in a mall. Okay. Or like, a wait, these uh, weren't any center, of the, yeah. the the deaths weren't any of the set pieces. No, no, you were. That's two oh, of okay, them. That's so right. two of the six are dead. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, the first one I had was so they're in they're in a shopping centre and one of them gets into a lift and the other all like, no, I ain't getting in the lift. You can get in there on your own, Mary or whatever your name is. Yeah. Um, and they're like, we're going to take the escalators because you know. We're smart. Yeah. 
and the lift's going down and the lift suddenly gets stuck <laughs> towards the bottom and Mary starts screaming because in the reflection in the glass she sees a cat um, and she's like hold on because they, were, they suddenly oh cat hairs next to the horse as well they're like there's something to do with cats we saw this cat collar something yeah, yeah. to do with the cat she sees the cat starts so screaming yeah so two of them run to try and prize open the doors, and the other one, his lace gets stuck in the escalator. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> what happens is, so I'll tell you how he dies first, and then I'll go back and explain how. A toolbox falls down the escalator, like one of those big, heavy electronic toolbox things, and crushes him. Okay. Now, before here, you would have seen like builders in the background kind mm. of fixing up some yeah. lights and stuff, them going to use the lift, but the lift's broken, yeah. so somebody's already yeah. using it, so like, one is like, oh, let's go use the... Like, you see this kind of in the background. If you notice it, you notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, what you also might realise is the cap is reflected in the window. It's actually from a pet store across the way. <gasps> Keyboard oh, cap is never in the lift. But when he's stuck in the escalator, he's like, guys, guys, can anyone else see this cat? He's <laughs> wearing the blue shirt. But no one else can see it. Uh-huh. And the point of this is um, <coughs> nobody sees Keyboard Cat apart from the one he's going to kill. Yes. Um and he kills in no order because what I hate about horror films is when it's like, oh, there's an order so it can make us skip me. It's like, no, no, I want it to be purely random. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, and this is the thing, I don't have an ending for it, but I imagine they go back to try I'd say you don't need one with this. They try it, they try and fix up the um the shrine or anything to kind no, of yeah, yeah. kind of apologize to keyboard cat, and that's when the ghost of Ron Livingston. <laughs> right. Ron Livingston. From the office space. Yeah. With the ghost yeah, of right. Ron Livingston. Because he is playing a scientist. Now you might wonder why have I chosen Ron Livingston? Okay. There is a reason. Oh, I just thought Ron Livingston once created a YouTube channel where the only video is him as keyboard cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why this exists. But it does. Uh, this so is great. He appears and he's like you know, there's only one or two of them left. <coughs> And he's like, play him off keyboard cat. And then the spirit of the keyboard cat appears next to him. And somehow they both die. Or I one of them dies. I don't know. Okay. I've not thought that far. But there you go. And the, the film is called The Veterinary. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an asylum after all. It was a vet. Uh, okay, right. Or at least there's a vet part of the yeah. asylum. And that's why there were cages there. Exactly. That, all of a sudden it makes so much yeah. sense. I was wondering when you were in there the first time, I was like, yeah. I don't know what meme is set in a, uh, a sort of See, I wanted, the, I wanted to throw you off the scent. To yeah, well, you, and... you successfully did that until you said, <laughs> and then he hears this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's because Keyboard Cat is probably my favourite meme, meme yeah. there has ever sure. been. Like, um, And I was only reminded when I was looking through like a list of 50 memes Mm. I saw that video and I was like, oh, okay, this is like, I remember this. And I, this morning I watched a lot of videos called Play Em Off Keyboard Cat, which is basically yeah. just people in misfortunate mis- situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Keyboard Cat then plays them I, off. I do actually remember one of a guy falling down an escalator or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And when you said that one, I was like, oh, that really reminds me of the, f- um, that's the, the first one I think I ever yeah, saw. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what inspired my... Yeah. I think one. you've successfully pitched to see another... Entry into the Final Destination franchise as well. Yeah, it's very derivative of it's very derivative of both Truth and Dare, Truth Truth or Dare, Dare, yeah, and um, Final Destination. I'm very aware of that. And also, it fits Um, into the new Blumhouse uh, Animal Verse, which is Doge and Keyboard Cat. Uh, do you have an animal in yours? No, not yet. Well, we'll find another meme. The good thing about memes is they're always being made. Uh, yeah, shut up and take my money. I'm yeah, definitely that. being like keyboard cat. Sorry, the veterinary. Or oh, maybe the ending. Mm. If you want a sequel, they they appease like so. Two of them go in. One of them gets killed before they're able to appease keyboard cat. Lottie, who is our book smart person, yes, um, manages to kind of go okay with appease, and he kind of mm. disappears. And it's like oh, we stopped keyboard cat. And as she runs out, she kicks over a thing that just says dramatic chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, dramatic chipmunk could be a good one for the next. For I was next year. I was trying to work out whether there's a way of making it so keyboard cat is just unceremoniously <laughs> killing any kid in this university. But mm. I was like, we'll keep it at a six for now. Yeah, I think that's probably safe. Keep yeah. the body count low, and then you can just have as many sequels as exactly. you want. Basically, good. All right. Uh, so it's three green lights then. I think. Whew. Yeah, well, I was worried. I was worried after the first two. <laughs> um, Oh, all right. Well, I think that's it. That's where we're going to leave it. We've all done it. Uh, first Shocktober episode under our belts there. Um, and yeah, you know, hopefully you can do viral marketing campaigns with these, you know, mm-hmm. play off the fact that they are memes. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I've got a great poster. 
Uh, just you have, know, just got, people your official soundtrack I mean, is going to be ridiculously like, like so good. So many people just slow motion turn around to the tune of. Let's be honest. Both both my pitch and your, and Alex's pitch both have fantastic posters mm-hmm. straight away. Visual the posters, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, the trailer music for keyboard for well for the vet Do veterinary. like a really um, haunting yeah. acoustic version. You know, of like keyboard the uh, the whole as is the trend. Also, with as you can tell, well, my money goes on to Ron Livingston for his short short moment. Just uh, do what they did in Us to uh, got five on it. Yeah. Exactly. Mm, you know, yeah. you've got get Brockhampton to remix it. <laughs> um, so that's what we're going to have to leave it for this week. I say this week, this extracurricular activity. What meme would you like to see as a horror? Yes, movie? tell us what meme you want to see as a horror movie. What would you pitch to us or to Bloomhouse? Uh, how much cocaine would you do in Blumhouse's? <laughs> not that they have any, no, but if they did, we're just saying did. that one executive. Loves how much would you bring? There we are. That His answer is not enough. enough. <laughs> um, as always, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, um, and on Instagram, and on Buzzsprout, and on Spotify, Spotify and on Stitcher? iTunes, Did you say Stitcher? and on Stitcher. All of those places, Dinosaur Man Podcast, or yep. just Dinosaur Either Man. Dinosaur Man or Dinosaur Man Podcast. Uh, apart from Twitter and IG. Instagram, uh, where we're at Dinosaur Man 15. You're nailing this today. You can find the theme music, which has been done by Johnny Neves at johnnyneves.com. Just at the start of the episode. Oh, yeah. I don't, the I don't end. think it's online. At the end. And the end. Um, Andy, you've hosted. It has been a pleasure. Paul, you have joined us. It has been great. <laughs> Sorry, just wanted to. <laughs> it looked like, you were, looked like you were winding up for some yeah. kind of big pun and then went. But, no, no great. great. Yes. And Alex, you have also hosted. Yeah, I have. And it has been a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, it's been okay. <laughs> and until next time. Stay spooky, guys. Happy Shocktober the 4th. <laughs>